What's cracking, everybody? Welcome to episode 17 of Get Your Nerd On with P90, me, and my lovely, dearest co-host, Rob G. Yo, yo. I feel like we on a radio show more than a podcast, the way I entered that shit. A little bit. It's all right. Happy to be back, even though we're going to end up taking possibly another break because another, yep, we just love vacations, man. I, I don't know what it is this year. I usually hate vacations, but like... Well, I'm unemployed, so, you know, when I go unemployed, I just go away. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's true. It's the only time I go on vacations when I'm unemployed. I mean, it makes sense. You have no work. Why the fuck would you stay in Connecticut of all places? Right. Yeah, like I... Well, I am going to Texas where it's going to be 100 degrees with 80% humidity, so I think I'd rather stay in Connecticut, but... Yeah, that's worse humidity than uh, we usually have here. That's pretty damn high. Yeah, no, it's bad, but it's also Texas, so the food's going to be a lot better, more things to do. Uh, it's just better Pro- than Connecticut. So. Probably walk outside and cook your eggs on the sidewalk. Don't even need to use whoever's electricity or gas bill. I may or may not try that one day, to be honest. <laughs> just take the pan, put it on the ground for a while. and. I know I've out. seen that. Um, I want to say I think I've seen a video of someone doing that in Australia a while back. Like, or maybe it was Arizona. I think it was Arizona. but Oh, yeah, dude. Those places get dumb hot. Yeah, you could easily do that over there. If it's hot as fuck, give it a try. I want to know if it's real. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get right to the shits. Um, starting off with our gaming stuff. We have both played a little bit of Youngblood, the Wolfenstein game. And it's funny. I love it. I mean, I only played, like, the first mission or two missions but like yeah i played roughly about an hour i still haven't gotten to it i've been we've been trying to play it co-op but our schedules haven't matched properly but the stuff that we did play was pretty funny i mean the very first thing i mean the very first like in the very first mission the chicks just kill someone and throws up and i honestly just think it's the funniest thing ever because after she throws up she's just like Woo, we fucking did it and throws up again and it's just hilarious like I would not have thought that they were Blaskowitz children if I just picked this game up right after this and just looked at the way they act because they're nothing like their dad other than Nazi killing. Yeah, if you just cut to that like that one scene and you didn't see like the the previous ones before that that like led up to it, like I would have never guessed. Yeah, you would have thought they just gave you some new characters or something yeah. because they have a completely different attitude than him when he was. I mean, when they grew up though, there was a little less Nazism near them. They were just being trained to kill possible Nazis in the future. And Blaskowitz just grew up in the shits. Like, ever since he was a kid, he was always t- being told not to be near the black girl. He was told uh, that he was not to go near certain people because they would kill him due to b- him being who he was. And then when he got older, all he did was kill them. He was always such a serious character. And to see his daughters turn the game into, like, a game... Which is also cool, because now it really feels like a game. Like, the other ones, they felt like some real serious shit. And then they switched it up a bit. It's like, this is a serious game. But I can't wait to play it some more. Definitely gotta try that co-op out. I'm looking forward yeah, to well, it. Yeah, well, when I get back from Texas, we'll definitely have way more free time. Yeah, we'll make it an actual day. We'll just be like, yo, this day, stay in the crib. We gonna play that shit. GTA Five was going to get a single-player DLC, but apparently the online was too popular. I feel like I said this, but... I'd be talking to people so much about shit. Um, But online was too popular. It was going to be a casino, which they have online now. But it was also going to have a zombie apocalypse. And they were going to like redo the whole map to fit it and expand the map. So it would have a little bit more area in it. 
And I, I genuinely thought that was a really dope idea. But apparently their excuse was, everyone likes online and we're making so much money from online. Why would we have to do a DLC? Uh, oh, we're in August. Damn. I feel a little bad about this because I'm like a week late because of our uh, vacation or my vacation. But August Games with Gold is Gears of War 4. Still counts. It does. Um, until the end of August, you can get Gears of War 4. So I'm not that late. You have time. And then we have Forza Motorsports 6 starting on the 16th. See, you have a lot of time. For the 360s, from the 1st to the 15th, is Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. And then until the 16th to the 31st, I'm an idiot and I forgot to write down the actual game. So I'll put it in our description. Death Stranding has a man whose heart stops every 21 minutes. And once again, I must say, this game is brilliant. Um, you guys have definitely heard me come on here and talk lots about how much I can't wait for this one PlayStation exclusive. When does it come out? Oh, fuck, I, I believe it's supposed to be October. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's October. Um, I'll get that as I talk. But the game is mad dope. Like, they have a character in there. All the characters are mad unique. And... It's definitely going to be one of those, like, cinematic, um... Storytelling type yeah. of... Yeah. I'm November 8th, by the way. My mic right now. <laughs> Sorry for everyone listening. <laughs> Alright, there we go. November 8th is when the game comes out, but yeah, it it's going to be dynamic. It's going to have a really dope storytelling element to it, like... I can already tell by the way the trailers are going right now. It, the game is going to be phenomenal. Even if it ends up being a bad game for some odd reason, It'll it's going to really be the bad, though. worst game. I mean, it's going to be the best, worst game ever. But, again, to have a character who's, bring, um, like, their heart stops twenty one every 21 minutes is going to be really fun. I can't wait to see how they incorporate that into the game. Because he's going to be a character that you actually have to talk to. Like, you see uh, Norman Reed's, I think the dude's real name is. You see him in the game talking to this guy. And, like, the way it starts is he's just knocked out cold. He's dead. And then he just wakes up again, like, two seconds later. And he's like, ah, oh, sorry. Yeah, so I have 21 minutes of everything planned out. Because my heart stops every 21 minutes. So I have a 21-minute film that I can watch right before my heart stops. I have books that I can read in 21 minutes. I have this I can do and that I can do. It's kind of hard, but uh, I, I get it done. And I'm just like, yo, how the fuck is this person going to fit into the game? Like, brilliant. I would have never thought to make a game with someone whose heart stops. Like, some people's going to listen and they're going to be like, yo, that's just mad weird. Like, why the fuck? But, like, if you really think about it and you know Hideo Kojima, this is actually pretty good of an idea. For you streamer people and people who love Ninja, he just switched to Mixer. And... He had more streams than his Twitch average after signing a supposed $100 million contract with Microsoft's Mixer streaming service. Did they say... Oh, wow. Jesus. Now I fixed my mic and I'm a lot of shit. Uh, did they say why he switched to Mixer? Um, I'm, I wasn't able to find out that at the time of reading this article, but... Well, besides the $100 million contract, because he signed that contract with um mixer right yeah with mixer so my assumption is uh, this is just my assumption guys this isn't facts they offered him more money 
to bring his uh, content and fans over to Mixer. And he was just like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Either that. But that sign is good for Microsoft because Ninja bought hella views on his first debut uh, stream on Mixer. So again, that's money for Microsoft because people gonna start using that app. All his subscribers who really love him are going to swap over to Mixer and start paying Mixer to subscribe to Ninja. So it's a really good, yo, streaming is a really good way to get fucking money. Is uh, like Mixer, business. like tw- like it, it is Twitch, right? Where it's open to all platforms, not mm-hmm. like just like an Xbox thing? Yeah, it okay. is open to all platforms. It's just Xbox makes it easier because we have that app, just like we have the Twitch app and PlayStation has a Twitch yeah. app. But Xbox is the one place that actually has an app on the system. So, hey, that's pretty dope, though. That also, I think that also be good for other streamers. Because now, since Ninja's over there, other people are going to be on Mixer more. And then they're going to discover other people. Yeah. So, like, it's a win-win. I mean, a lose for Twitch. But next thing you know, they're going to get Amazon uh, to be like, yo, do package deals with us instead. Because Amazon and Twitch go hand in hand they usually give out free stuff every month xbox possibly leaked the gears 5 limited edition and i must say it's not a leak it is real um at the time of writing this it was a leak and then the day after i wrote that uh i actually seen xbox promoting it it is really nice it's ash gray and it has the gears logo on top of it and it is really dope and if it wasn't for the fact that i can't really afford to do stuff like that even though i would do it anyway but mainly because I really want the next-gen Xbox, uh, I would totally get that shit. It, it really looks fire as hell. And I believe it is an Xbox One X as well. So if you're trying to get an Xbox One X, it comes with Gears 5, and it looks fire as hell. And then the new Black Ops is supposedly getting a reboot and getting more gruesome than the Modern Warfare that we are about to get. Now... My only thing is, do they mean more realistically gruesome, like when they get into the war aspect of things, or do they just mean like, yeah, we're going to actually have blood there, we're going to have people's legs flying off, because I always thought Call of Duty should have had that anyway, but for Call of Duty, like... It's going to turn into like a Gears of War. Yo, if they if that did, that'd be cool with me. Yeah, didn't actually, I'm trying to think of, because if anything, they would want to be more realistic, but then yeah, like... I don't know how they would make it more gruesome. My my only thing is if they were make it if they if they're trying to make it more gruesome and they mean like in the realistic aspect, then I expect them to do things that are like war related, like uh, the phosphorus gas or whatever that's in the new one, stuff like that. People truly getting burned, like you actually get to feel like it makes you almost seem like you feel the napalms that are being thrown out, yeah. things like that, and then like civilians getting shot at because I I believe it was Call of Duty. It was Black Ops 2, maybe. There was a female character who was getting dragged away, and you can almost, like, hear her getting... I think it was World War II or Black Ops 3, 2. But you almost hear her getting abused and raped in the game. And, like, that was some real shit, because it was war, and it was just like, yeah, this shit happens. And I like when Call of Duty isn't scared to do, like, to break the boundaries of things. I like when games aren't scared to do that, because... I've always came on here. When I talked about Love Death Robots, all I said was how much I love when the people giving you the platform 
are like do whatever has you have to do to tell your story. That's what I love when people get that permission to just go ham as fuck and they just be like, yo, if somebody got to get shot in the head, I'm going to show the bullet going straight through their head and exactly how the blood splatters in real life. So I'm just hoping, I wonder, I want to know what Call of Duty means by gruesome when they say Black Ops is going to get like that. And honestly, that just makes me hype for Black Ops. Which also reminds me, um, you know how Call of Duty was supposed to do like a three-year thing every Call of Duty gets a... Yeah. Yeah. They just skipped it by having Modern Warfare come out and Black Ops already talking about their thing coming out. I mean, I know they announced this a long time ago, but it's just funny how that did not work out how they wanted it to work out. You gave it... Because what happened is they gave they gave each people uh, each company that works on the Call of Duty games three years now instead of two years. And somehow, Sledgehammer, I believe it was, had three years and still screwed up Call of Duty enough to the point where they are like, yo... We gotta push it back two years. Sledgehammer does which um, which games? They did Advanced Warfare. That was the first game they did by themselves. Because they did a game before that, I believe, and it was like um, the other makers had a hand in it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, Advanced Warfare was kind of trash anyway. I just started finishing the last two missions of the story, and I'm playing it, and I'm like, yo, this game was clunky. This game was like weird what didn't feel like call of duty and then uh i played the zombies and the zombies it was also like yo the fuck is it this shit's mad clunky as hell like screw that and then other than that the big three nintendo sony and microsoft are pushing for loot box information in video games for players which would mean they are all trying to make sure every game with any form of loot box will have its rates posted in game and you can easily find them with a simple press of a button nintendo is um highly pushing for that it says it will not allow any games with loot boxes on its menu with i mean on its system without proper information on the likeliness of getting what you are betting for hence gambling now, on to tech news. Siri has been spying on us. But we all knew that anyway. I mean, it's very true. It's just funny. Because, you know, Apple's so big on security, yet they didn't know. Oh, actually, the article said they did know that people were able to hear Siri uh, talking to them. I mean, uh, people were able to look into their apps. And, and see that Siri was listening to their conversations. Yeah. And they were able to actually, like, people were able to study Siri and get this information. Well, the thing about, like, Siri is that it needs to listen to you. Mm-hmm. That's true, because so... it's supposed to know when you're calling her. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, well, in order Although for his Siri to work... Looking, it should only be looking for those words, and then once it hears those words, it should activate. It shouldn't be able to listen to everything you say before, like, that activation. Mm-hmm. No, I totally understand. I totally agree with that. I think it's just kind of, I mean, I don't want to say it's hard because it's in this day and age, they doing some wild stuff, but maybe they thought it was going to be too hard to do it that way. And this was the most effective way to them. Although uh, Apple has said that they're going to work on a way to fix that. And they're going to start by stopping uh, third party people and app 
stops developers from listening to Siri profiles, technically. So no one will be able to listen back to your Siri stuff until Apple has got this undercovered. Same thing with Alexa. She's been listening to everything as well. Oh, Alexa, definitely. Oh, yeah. No, Alexa will be calling the cops on yeah, people. Yeah, Alexa is the biggest spy in the world. That's why I want Apple to make a, a Siri for your house that does exactly what Alexa does if they don't have one already. Well, isn't that the, the home thing that they have? That... I wasn't sure if the HomePod did, like, all of that. Like, Well, the HomePod's just a Siri. It's really all it is. Because uh, I would prefer that over Alexa. Alexa be scaring me sometimes just because I hear, read the article. She ain't never done nothing to me, but, like, the articles that I hear... It's just like, yeah, she gonna take a joke at something serious and I'm gonna have the cops knocking on my door in five seconds. Yeah, I'm good. Apple Card. You cannot use said card with a jailbroken phone or a jailbroken purchase and you cannot use the card to buy cryptocurrency or any casino chips, lottery tickets, or in other words, other cash equivalents. Um, on the jailbroken note, the device themselves must be eligible in order to get an Apple card. So your app, your phone technically goes to like a little diagnostic check that you don't even notice it doing. And if it thinks your phone is jailbroken, you won't be getting an Apple card. I, you know, I'm okay with that, to be honest. Like if you want to use our product, use our product the way it's intended. Yeah, exactly. Don't. Yeah. It's good. It's good enough that like Apple has been giving jailbroken people the benefit the, of doubt. Yeah, the, the whole thing is also, it's like, it's a whole security thing. It's like the reason that they created their, the, um, uh, the, the credit card is that the, the numbers are always like changing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's super encrypted. The, um, your physical doesn't even have a number on it. Yep. Um, and so it's just like the whole, it would defeat the purpose of its the security measures to work on a jailbroken phone and for the record i just want to publicly um rub it into Lamont's face <laughs> that i have the card yep i got invited they did not give me the card he got invited like after a I week later and uh he got lucky he texted me this morning he's just like i got good news and bad news and i'm like start with the bad news hey I don't really want to do this, but I got to rub it in. And I already knew exactly what it was. Yeah, I was like, oh, this thing got the Apple card, guys. There ain't no other. What, what else could it be? I'm more excited for the physical. I just, I want a titanium credit card. That's so cool. Like, I, I don't know what the, um, what the M, uh, Amazon, uh, or no, American Express uh, Platinum. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what material that is. I think it just might be like steel or something. But, like, just to have a titanium, like, credit, credit card, card just yeah. sounds cool. It does. And it's, it has a cool finish. It has, like, a white, um, like, a white finish to it. Um, I mean, I don't know what the wear and tear is going to be like that. From, That's why like, I was just swiping so much. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's painted. I don't know if it's, like, um, if, if the titanium's, like. like pure titanium. Like, everything they did was just titanium. Well, titanium's silver at the end of the day. So, it's, it's not a white. So, that finish, like. Then yeah, it has to. I don't, I don't know how, how else it work, but I'm not. I can't wait yeah. to see you get it. Yeah, and get it and actually use it. I'm just gonna. It's not a toy, but I'm gonna play with it. Like I'm gonna grab oh, yeah. it. And just be no, like, that's oh, what no. like I was so upset. Like I got it today, and then I went to go get pizza, and of course, like the pizza spot I go to, it's like, not an old school spot, but you know they're they're not up to date. 
hip with the wireless payment yeah, and shit. But I mean, like, even rest- you can't pay with your phones at restaurants. Yeah, so. no, you can go to Red Lobster, one of the most established places, and pay with your phone still. You can? You can't. Oh, well, yeah. yeah so that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. restaurants, yeah. They're, they're, uh, restaurants are going to be one of the last places to. Um, oh, for sure. Actually, you know what? Are you going to say that in America? Because in Canada and in Europe, how it works is when you ask for your bill, they have those portable um, credit card scanners. Scanners. And those so usually they, have the wireless. Yeah, on so them. when you ask for the check, they, they print it out right in front of you. They give it to you. You give them your credit card. They never leave. They just they run it right in front of you. Yeah, and then T-Mobile like, does that. If, if, they have, um, if you have a pin pad, you know, they turn it around. You enter your tip through in that machine as well. Um, I mean, I haven't been in Canada or in Europe for a couple of years now, but I don't know if they've really updated it where you can use your phones, but I wouldn't be surprised. I definitely like, cause you know, they've been using the, uh, other countries have been using the, the chip, chip in their credit card for time. a while. Dumb long time. It's funny cause we had chip readers for a long time. We just never knew what the fuck it was. Cause no one ever was just like, yeah, hey, chip goes here. Well, even that, but, like, a lot of Americans didn't even have chips. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. But, like, it's just funny. America's so advanced, yet so far behind in certain right. things. Right, certain things, yeah. Um, and on that note, if you lose your phone, you cannot pay your Apple Card bill on the web. What does that mean for you people who are slow? It means you can't pay your phone, your Apple Card bill and you're going to be late. Luckily, there's no late fees. Well, there's interest. There's interest for sure. Well, yeah. But there's no late fees. I was, I was saying, yeah, good thing there is no late fees, but your interest is going to be... It's going to be up a, there yeah, until you get your there. phone back. Yeah. Unless you ball out with your new Apple card and buy yourself an iPad because you can pay off your iPad, I believe. I will get back to you on that later. I don't actually have an Apple card, so I can't confirm. But your iPad can use Apple Card, so I would assume that you could pay with it on Apple Card. I'll let y'all know. What else do we have? Doom, 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 doom. That being said, some of you should check your email. Random people have been getting the first dibs on the Apple Card. It is not yet public public. It is only going out to people who have been invited. If you have not yet been invited, here is a tip. Go type in Apple Card into Google and then click on the first Apple link and then hit notify me in the top right corner it's crazy how i know this i just did this for like six people i'm over here telling yo do this that 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 like apple hire me hire us like you're gonna need the most updated version so you're gonna need ios 12.4 for that uh and what email to look out for it's not an actual apple it's well that it's from apple but it's it's the email head is going to be apple card um, so don't be like me and every time you think you got an email from Apple that that's the invite. Yeah. Um, so it is very distinctive. It says, you know, Apple card, get early access to Apple card, update to iOS 12.4 to apply. Uh, and then it kind of gives you like instructions, just basically how, uh, once you update, just go to, um, you should go to the wallet app and you press the little plus sign and then. You'll see, like it says, like Apple Card, and then you press. Uh, it for just the slow to people, continue. for the slow people, the uh, plus button is in the top right as well in the Wallet app. Just so you know. Continue. Uh, it's twenty nineteen. We have to be um, PC. Okay, we can't say slow people. We oh, have to I'm... say uh, speed challenged. Speed challenged. I am very sorry. <laughs> Politically correct. Ah. Uh, 
And a fun fact about this Apple Card, I'm sorry guys, we don't look at Samsung news like that, only if they do a big conference. Apple's like the most entertaining person. Oh, actually, Samsung has a really cool, colorful phone. That's as much as I was as about I to say, I think they just came out with a new phone. It kind of looks cool. Yeah, it does look cool. I'm not going to lie. Um, right, how about this? Next episode, we'll look up some Samsung stuff. Yeah, because well, I know I do have some Samsung listeners. I the only thing that I'm I'm happy about Samsung, like that I will plug shamelessly, is their TVs. I love their TVs. Oh, yeah. The TVs I mean, are I great. I have one in my room. Uh, I think my parents have one. Uh, I think the one in my living room is... It has the Android OS on it. I know that for a fact, which is Samsung technically. Yeah, I think I think it's a yeah because we bought it together and I and I had my that no no we bought the first one together. Your dad went and got yeah, this one. Yeah, you're right because we got the curve. But it's still first. a smart one. I just don't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's smart. It was. I don't know, but yeah, the, the Samsung's. I I love Samsung TVs, so that's the only like openly Samsung thing where I'll be like, go for Samsung. If you guys actually are looking for a TV since we started that conversation, go with the newer versions of whatever you can find, only for the simple fact that if you also have an Apple device, you can stream to non-Apple TVs, but only the newer versions of the Sony TVs and the Samsung TVs have this capability at the moment. It's kind of stupid. Now I need a new TV because I have way too much stuff that I actually paid for off of Apple and I want to stream to my fucking TV, but I can't do it. And back to the thing that I was going to say about the Apple Card. Lastly, it has this cool color-changing feature. If you spend mad money on entertainment and say entertainment is columnized in blue, your card will turn blue. Not the real one, the digital ones, you speed-challenged people. Um, And if you spend money on food and entertainment, and that's blue and yellow, your card will have a blue and yellow tint on it. It's mad cool, it's tiny, but we're little kids here, okay? We like colors. We like things that glow. And is that it for the techie news, sir? I believe so, yeah. Alright, now we can move on to these movies. Dun, dun, dun. Anything, you got anything you want to start off with? Uh, I believe it's Paramount Pictures. They just, um canceled the movie called the hunt um people are saying it's because trump said some comments on it and that it might cause some controversy uh for those you guys who don't know what the hunt is about it's kind of like the purge in a sense where a bunch of rich people um they kidnap a bunch of random people i guess and they just hunt them um and that's like the whole point of the movie and then obviously the people being hunted like fight back and survive and whatever there's probably some actual plot line to the movie but uh yeah they uh they pulled the plug they canceled it after it's you know it was actually supposed to be coming out uh i think like the first week of october so you know they already finished the film everything's set in stone uh they already did marketing for it but i think it's kind of dumb because like i mean obviously they also did it because of the recent shooting so they're afraid that like people might um not necessarily be inspired by it, but it might cause, you know, some issues. But at the same time, it's just like, it's it's so annoying how because of a couple bad apples, which I understand, but like at the same time, it's like we can't hide in this or be in this world that like hiding and we can't, if the whole point of like creativity and whatnot is to come out with such things like, oh, we can come out with that movie, but um, 
you know, the we 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 that movie can't come out, but like Halloween can. Yeah. When it's about one guy just killing people, you know what I mean? Like, see, here's the funniest part about that: rich people have been creating mass murder, uh, have been doing mass murders for like ever. I'm no woke person or anything, but I do know that them people with the money, them wealthy people, have been doing more murders than these shooters. <coughs> oh, please. <laughs> exactly um but that reminds me of how walmart took out a resident evil ad you know a game where you're shooting zombies over walmart shooting i don't know how that correlates because video games are violent oh that's what i meant to talk about earlier i'll get back to that in the specific conversation section that i have but um yeah so walmart's like yeah we're gonna take down resident evil ads but we're gonna sell our guns that are right here, and then the ammo section is right down there, because it's definitely the video games that are killing people. Also, I don't know why people were petitioning for Walmart to stop selling guns. Well, like, it was because just because the shooting happened at Walmart, did that I mean, guy buy the gun at Walmart and then start shooting people? I'm not sure if that was the case, but um, one of the articles I've read was at least they stated it this way after Walmart takes down violent video game advertisement employees uh or people petition for walmart to stop selling guns so the way i that article made it seem like it was like people were like oh so it's well, no, stupid you're getting rid of that a, there was now a shooting at walmart no i know the shooting yeah, at walmart okay. but that's why they got rid of the the advertisement right the advertisement that i understand and but then but i don't understand the people that are saying walmart shouldn't sell guns that's what I'm saying. That's connected. And from the article that I read, that seemed connected to that. They were like, oh, so since, since you're going to take out this dumb advertisement, how no, about you take your guns too? No, no, The marketing I get. Because, like, if you're, if you're having marketing for a video game, there's, like, guns, right? So you're essentially advertising something where you're, like, you know, openly shooting. I get that, right? But Zombies. Um, Not even but, humans. But people to... Because the poster could have been... A character with a gun, with mm-hmm. no zombie in the background. Fine, I get it. It's just a well-known game. Um, That's why I'm mad. <laughs> um, but then to start petitioning like, oh, Walmart shouldn't sell guns at all. It's like, no. Like, if anything, they should tighten their security and whatnot. That I agree with. It, if- it'd be it'd be one thing if whoever that asshole who shot people, uh, if he went into the store bought the gun and ammo in the store, and then while being in the store, was shooting people. Although I bought gun and ammo in the same day, I think that people shouldn't be allowed to do that. I don't see why not. Well, because if you buy your weapon and then you want to go to the shooting th- range... That's very know. true. Only for the simple fact that, as, as a compromise, because I know there are tons of us who are capable of doing that and going home like normal people. But in a form of compromise. Well, then that's such a also a specific thing because then it's like you you can't account for every little thing. You know what I mean? I know it gets hard. And and like especially with like marketing too, it's just like there because there was a shooting at a Walmart. Then you got to take the guns away from Walmart. But it's like if there was. If a bunch of people were outside a liquor store and one guy got drunk and started stabbing people, what don't sell don't sell liquor? You know what I mean? Like, 
and then and then you kind of get into this spiral okay well if we can't do this because of one asshole then you know then we can't do this because of this and it's just it's a never-ending system of also it's like when you go to like upstate new york like uh, like i do um they're walmart like you go to these villages essentially and like walmart is their central hub mm-hmm. clothes f- furniture um f- stuff for like gardening meat food everything guns weapons like actually no the guns the gun section is really small it's it's not that big but obviously like that's where your ammo is but it's like at the same time it's just like certain areas i get it right if fucking Fairfield County, do we need guns? Like, does our Walmart particularly need guns? You know, if, if there's mm-hmm. regulating, if you're, like, in a mass, if you're, if this Walmart is in a city with, like, X amount of people and you're, like, in a metropolitan area, then, okay, maybe you don't need it. But a town that's, like, in Bumblefuck, all right, well, their Walmart should definitely have it. But Yeah. Uh, getting a little too political here, but back to the gaming. But, uh, yeah, that um, well, no, nah, one thing before we get back on the movie shit is, uh, I just want to know, most of these people who created these, sh- who did these shootings, did they have a gun license or did they just steal daddy's gun? I have no idea. No, I, they're all like pretty young kids, I think. So they, uh, I, cause I know one person for a fact took his dad's gun that he killed people. I know. With. I mean, I don't know from the recent ones, but I know like some of the previous ones that they like took the gun from the house. Yeah, it wasn't so, theirs. Again, we should be watching who we give these guns to, and the people who give these gu- who have these guns should follow the rules. And I know you want to teach your kids about gun safety and stuff, but... But it's also that it's like, if you have a gun, right? Like, if I have kids, I'm going to tell my kids where the gun is, and then how to use it safely, and all, obviously all that, like, how to access it. Because if I'm not home and something happens, then... They can access it, and, and people do need to learn their kids. But I, yeah, at the same time, it's it's beat the ass. <laughs> it's parenting, you know. No one talks about it. It's fucking parenting. It is. People be thinking black people crazy when we be talking. It's parenting, bro. Nah, my mom. Nah, it's straight up parenting, bro. It's I. But yo, this is completely not nerdy at all. But I think my theory, right? Mm-hmm. My my non-educated theory. Also, rest in peace to all those victims. I don't want to make it a sad podcast. Uh, All right. My my uneducated and research theory is <laughs> that shit parenting because the the parenting right now of like that generation mm-hmm. is from the parents right now were from the generation where their parents whooped their ass mm-hmm. and the child rules parenting kind of laws and rules. Um, might have been a little kind of like uh, over not overseen. I don't know what word like um, um, not overseen. It's the opposite of overseen of like kind of like the blind eye kind of thing where mm, they like okay. where someone would like smack their kid and they'd be like, I'm just gonna pretend I didn't see nothing yeah. kind of a thing. Um, so now because they came from like that era, they grew up not wanting to. They're do that. like not gonna be the kid and this whole like like now like babying over parenting and then like also like their technology came in really fast so now it's like just let the kid do their own thing and, and now it's just thing. like really sensitive kids to like, you gotta regulate what your kids consume all right here's the thing video games do not cause violence they can aid uh they can alter a person's mind to an extent but that is what the rating is for if your child is not mature enough to intake a video game a movie a book it should not be in their possession. You can't just play. 
that's another thing. How are they gonna blame video games just because we are the controller? You can't. You can blame movies, blame Rambo, blame Terminator, blame every fucking movie, blame every violent book, every violent TV show. It's all about how you raise your kids and how you let them consume stuff. I played hella violent games as a kid. I knew damn well not to go run outside shooting people up for fun. My mom will whip my ass. <laughs> my daddy will whip my ass. My godfather who bought me the game would have whipped my ass. And I would have had no more Xbox. Like, it's just, some of the stuff is just common sense and people just don't want to accept it. But, back to this shit. Um, Andy Circus is, is that right? Uh, yeah. To direct Venom 2 officially. And I am fucking stoked for that. Supposedly he's talking about uh, crossing over Spider-Man. He's trying to see how he can get that done. Which would be makes so much sense since they're doing the Carnage storyline. I don't uh wait, I do know what he directed, I just can't think of it right now. Who? Andy. He uh he did the new Mogul, I think, movie, that's what it's called, like the jungle book, but like the more serious version of it. Mm-hmm. Um I know he did something more violent though, like a a more action y movie. Well he's he's he plays Caesar in uh Planet of the That's what it was. Apes. He played Caesar. Yeah, and he didn't direct that, I don't think I, he might have directed the last one, but I don't think that, so. That's fine. It's the fact that he was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, he's he's heavily involved in like other projects and like he has his own company with like that whole uh, technology, mm-hmm. CGI like technology and whatnot. And um, huh, that's yeah, cool. he's he's definitely and Tom Hardy as well. Um, like that that combo is gonna be phenomenal. Yeah, I, I want to see how that works out because again, everyone here knows my thing about Carnage. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck it up and don't PG it. I don't get... Listen, PG-13 may have a 13, but everything that they do in, the, in Venom right now is just PG. i just seen scary movies to tell in the dark, the movie. It was phenomenal in my opinion. As a kid who read that book, cover to cover, all three of them, that movie was great. And it was more violent than Venom. It was a kid's horror movie. Bro, Shazam was more fucking violent than Venom. So, fucking Carnage gotta be lit. Um, Other than that, they did say that She-Venom is going to make a... She wants to make a, more appearances in the movie, so we'll see how that goes on about that. I kind of can't wait. She-Venom is cool. So, let's see what's going on with that. What do we expect from the Joker movie? People are working on it are saying like it's worthy of awards already. Bro, it's yeah, it it's been in a couple festivals. A lot of people are saying that it's like phenomenal film. So um Oh, people have been seeing the done version. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The article it's, I read was just talking been, about people no, working it's on been, it. Um I think it won some film festival. Okay. Um Damn my AC is that loud. Um <laughs> And this chair squeaking as fuck. That's what happens when you're fat. Um, what were we saying? What were we talking, talking about? Oh, Joker. About, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's um, it's won a couple things. It's like nominated for a couple things as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's getting a lot of positive reviews. So it's and I think it's great that they went this route of it's not the direct Joker. It's inspired by the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like a, more of a philosophy. Uh, 
it's uh, philosophical. Ph- yeah, there we go. Philosophical kind of this like um, movie. So it's it's really interesting for that. Word. I. I mean, I'm going to watch it with a blind eye, and by that I mean I'm just going to let it happen, just like the Robert Patterson thing. I'm just gonna let it happen, see see how it turns out. I'm gonna give it a fair trial. I'm gonna take out my comic book brain when I go watch it, and see how it is that way. But you're gonna keep your Easter egg brain on. Oh, for sure, because there's definitely gonna be a lot. Yeah, of those there's definitely going gonna on. be a little. Um, I came up with the idea in my brain that marvel should have a mature line of marvel movies that can still cross into the main mcu like here deadpool stays rated r when he crosses over into other things that are usually pg-13 fine they'll tone it down but they'll push the pg-13 boundaries so we still get the deadpool that we love without it needing to change to an r rating here's the thing about the whole deadpool thing is that i think it's actually okay for them to go pg-13 because the comedic side will stand at well the comedic side will essentially pick up the gruesome yeah. uh side because like because of the fact that he can break the fourth wall and talk about anything he wants he'll know he's in a pg-13 movie that exactly so he'll like go to call. swear something and be like you know he'll, he'll say fuck but then it'll like come out as like flubber and he'd be like, why the flubber? Can't I flubber say flubber, you know? Like, yeah, and, yeah. and he'll, like, play with that. Or he'll probably, like, go to cut someone's head off. And then, like, obviously, like, he'll cut away. And then, you know, he'll go back to Deadpool. And he'd be like, well, why weren't you guys able to see that? Like, you know, he'll definitely play around. So I, I prefer if, or I would like if movies like Deadpool or what have you, like Venom, right? Can be rated R, like you're saying, and then when it needs to be PG-13, be PG-13. Yeah. Um, like, I don't see why Venom 2 can't be rated R. And then when um, when they introduce him into the, a Spider-Man movie, yeah, then PG-13. Like, yeah, when, when Venom's out of his own main name movie, you guys have the permission to tone it down a bit because it makes sense. But if someone's in a Venom movie... They have to stick with that rating because yeah. it's Venom's. Yeah, yeah. That that's all I ask. Um, Home Alone is being remade by Disney for the streaming platform, though. They don't plan on doing a theatrical release. They just want to. On Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah. They they want to remake a couple films. Um, I forgot the names of them, but yeah. I guess it's good. I need to stop being a douche to them um, because of the fact that it is probably for other people. I mean, I'm going to watch it, of course, because it's something I grew up with, but I know for a fact it's for other people like young kids. It's also the fact that they're just redoing everything from the past, so it's just annoying, like, come up with original shit. they just stopped with the cartoon to live-action remakes, I'd be happy. That, yeah, like... I'm kind of tired of it. That I can understand more. I can understand it, but, but we like, don't need it. Yeah, but it's like every single. We don't need every single one. Yeah, because that's what they're trying to do. Like, um, but like Home Alone, like to redo that, it it's not gonna go well. Cause they do. They made like fucking seven Home Alones. It's like two with the original actor, like Macaulay Culkin, 
Um, and then they just kept going. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, the last, like, four were, like, Lifetime movies or whatever that one. The three that didn't have him in it did go to theaters, but there were some spinoffish ones. It's like Air and Bud. they weren't. Air Bud, like, the first, like, two, three Air Buds were, like, the legit Air Buds. And yeah. then they just, like, they kept spinning off. So, like, Air Bud 42. And then, like, 42 wasn't the number of the series. It was Air, because there was fucking 42 puppies. Yeah. And they all happened to be fucking Air Buds. Like, I don't know how that happens, but, um... But yeah, I don't know. I'm not too too hype about that. It's weirdo shit. Yeah, I uh, I don't really care for it. I just thought people should know that Disney is getting out of hand. On to movies and TV trailers. Uh, Unless. I just want to say I saw uh, Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh. Um, it's. Wait, wait. Did you see the trailer that dropped before that? No. Because I don't know what it is. I want to know I'm, what it I'm is. I'm really upset because it's uh, Christopher Nolan's new movie. Um, and that's like the only way you can see it right yeah, now. Yeah, it's the only way you can see it is in front of the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw. And the funny part is I went to go see it on opening day. And then oh, I'm, I, maybe I missed the trailer. That's why. But because I, I saw a couple. I know I walked in a little late, but I still watched like trailers. Um, yeah, and then, like, the next day or the, or, or two days later from the premiere day, um, everyone was like, oh, the only way you can see it. I was like, dude, motherfucker. Yeah, it's the only reason I want to see the movie. Like, I want to watch it. I just don't want to watch it in theaters, and I'm just like, oh, but there's a Christopher Nolan trailer, and I actually like that dude. Like, I know his name. Uh, to be honest, I think if you just go to the movies, and you'd be like, yo, um, I don't want to see the movie. I just want to see the prequel, I mean, the, the preview, so can I just slide in there for, like, 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah, dead ass. Um, Might have to ask my boy if he still work at the movie theaters. Hey, yo, let me see that trailer real quick, cuz. <laughs> but, um, I'll just ask to go to the bathroom. Go to Sono facts uh what was i gonna say though uh yeah it's one of those movies where it's like all right i'll, I'll give my like official review for it my non-spoiler uh review um i can't rate it because i used to be a very big fast and furious fan and they just kept going in this extreme non-believable just de- physic defying it just doesn't make sense anymore it's so hard to justify oh you're gonna be mad then uh, i know um <laughs> but the thing is it's not a bad movie it's good um if you want to see a fun action movie um and just have a good time perfect movie uh it's like it's kind of like a classics 90 movie um where it just it doesn't make sense the the main characters win no matter what um it doesn't matter how bad it gets you know they're gonna win um uh what else what else what else so yeah it's one of those movies you you just turn your brain off just go enjoy it's funny the action's really cool um it's it's like a less serious uh mission impossible movie and uh the chemistry between technically there's three main characters not including the villain uh, there's Hobbs and Shaw and then Shaw's sister. Uh, but obviously, like, Hobbs and Shaw, who are played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham, uh, their chemistry is so good. Um, I forgot how funny Jason Statham really is uh, to the point where after that movie, like, the, the following, um, that same weekend, I went to go wa- rewatch Snatch and Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, which are both Guy Ritchie films, um, which I'm... Again, recommend now and recommend later. But, um, yeah. Uh, and then the the girl who plays uh, ha, uh, Shaw's sister, she's really good. 
and she was the one that rumors were saying that um, they're looking at her to play Catwoman. And after that movie, I'm a hundred percent saying I I want her to be Catwoman. She's fucking so badass. Um, she's really witty as well in this movie, um, and she's like proper like fucking a badass female character. Um, but yeah, if, if you just want to have a good time, just fucking have a couple drinks, go see a late movie, you know, um, I definitely recommend it. I can't score it because it's, I don't know how to, I guess maybe like on a not serious note, uh, it's an eight out of 10. I, I, you know, I'll rate it this way for an action movie, for an action comedy movie. Uh, it's, it's a solid eight, eight and a half out of 10. Um, and that's not taking it, you know, too serious, just out of enjoyment. So, or let's, let's do that scale then, uh, out of movie enjoyment, it's a solid eight and a half out of 10. That's not bad. Uh, it's pretty funny. Action's dope. Idris Elba is a phenomenal villain. Always. Um, it's, and I, to be honest, I think he's like the only guy that could have really been this villain because he was able to, in a not serious movie, be a serious villain. Mm-hmm. It's like when when he was on the screen billing, being a villain, you weren't like, this guy's a fucking joke or like, oh, this guy's overacting. Like he was able to nail it perfectly to the point where like um, he's like stealing like some, some bioweapon thing and he was, and someone's like, oh, if you do that, then... It's going to be a, a, a giant catastrophe. And he's like, catastrophe, schmashtrophe, like, who cares? And it's like, only he could deliver such, like, a, a line that really w- wasn't much thought was put into it. Mm-hmm. And yet, when he says it, it's like, dude, that's a fucking genius line. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, he's the only one that, that, like, really could fulfill that role. Um, but yeah, enough of that. Word. I'm going to definitely check it out. Um, legally, of course. <laughs> legally, eventually. All right. Uh, so movie and TV trailers. Now, uh, if you've never heard of Twenty Fifty, look at the trailer and check it out. It came out during like Valentine's Day, but I happened to r- I ran into it by accident. Like I literally was not looking for this shit at all. I don't even remember what I was looking for, and it's like, it's about sex bots. There's this dude. He can't, like, uh, I think, like, he had a really weird, he's married or some shit like that, and his brother has been dating this sex bot, and he's just like, yo, bro, you should totally check out these robots that I make, or that this guy makes, and his brother ends up falling in love with a sex bot, and, like, you can customize it. It's just really interesting from the trailer. I don't know if it's a good movie, but I'm going to see if iTunes has it on like their $5.99 menu or lower, and I'm actually going to buy it, and I'm going to watch it, and I'll let y'all know how it is. But if you're looking for something new, you could definitely watch it and let me know how it is in our comments on Twitter or IG. Titan Season 2 trailer, Deathstroke looks odd. But then again, it's Titans. He kind of looks like Deadshot. Yeah. Like with the red eye. Mm -hmm. It was weird, but, you know. I don't know if they were going for the Teen Titans show look. 
which still but doesn't make show, sense. He doesn't have a red eye, so like, I mean, it's kind of hard to fuck up that character. Like, he's such like iconic look, especially when it comes to the face. Mm-hmm. Like, the one thing you can't get wrong with Deathstroke is his mask, fucking face. Like, so all you need is a mask that's black and orangish gold, whichever one orange. But hey, it's Titans. It looks good though. Don't get me wrong. The season, like, uh, oh yeah, the trailer, yeah, 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 that looks good. I am going to get my DC streaming service once I lower some of these other payments I have. <laughs> but. So you mean wait for me to get it and then just steal it? That might end up being yeah, what happens, honestly. Exactly what's happen. <laughs> uh, I got a couple trailers. Um, this movie called 1917 came out. It's a British war film. If you guys remember that movie War Horse, uh, someone made a good point. It's essentially War Horse except with a person. Um and he is essentially what that movie's about it's this soldier whose brother is like in a different platoon or something like that and um this general person guy sorry i don't know any like military terms so uh finds the the younger brother and he's talking about how you know uh where his brother currently is uh within three days time they're gonna go to like attack some front uh but if they do they're all gonna die and it's gonna be a giant massacre so the guys essentially is like we need you to haul ass over there and inform them before everyone dies so it's essentially this uh kind of journey of this uh these two soldiers uh running through uh, a war to uh prevent a whole like platoon or squad uh being killed uh queen and slim we talked to that about that before. It's like the uh, black version of Bonnie and Clyde, which is actually a quote from the movie. Uh, they, I think they might have dropped like a teaser trailer before. Now they dropped like a legitimate trailer with like more kind of a background story and more about it. Uh, I can't wait for that movie to come out. It looks really good. Uh, the main actor, the, the guy, um, he's the same guy from Get Out. And uh, he's just a phenomenal actor. Uh, Martin Scorsese's The Irishman uh, teaser trailer finally dropped. And uh, if you're a big Martin Scorsese, wow, Martin Scorsese fan, there we go, uh, you know, you'll love it. Uh, Robert De Niro, uh, Al Pacino, and uh, Joe Pesci. So they're all kind of back together, that old school squad. Uh, Angel Fallen trailer keeps dropping, you know, they keep doing that. I don't know if I mentioned in the last episode, Gemini Man. It's Will Smith versus Will Smith. And um, again, don't remember if I mentioned this last time, but Zombieland Double Tap, that trailer came out as well. And I believe that is it for trailers. I don't think anything else come out. No. um, I will say just be ready for Disney D3. That might have more trailers for the... um, upcoming disney plus stuff and disney movies oh i lied there's another movie uh oh what was it called peanut peanut butter something oh god damn it it's called peanut butter falcon it's with uh shia labeouf um and oh god what's that kid's name i don't want to mess it up no shit i'm fucking up fucking up I'll get back to that. Um, There is... Oh, my God. So, 
Marlon Wayans had to have signed some contract with Netflix because he's coming out with another movie and it's called uh, Six Tuplets. Six Tuplets. Fucking seen that. Oh my god! It it's uh, a shitty version of any other black guy playing playing six different characters in the same movie, uh, which is Eddie Murphy's uh, Nutty Professor. Um, what's it called? I know Martin Lawrence always plays like multiple different characters or used to. Um, it's just, it looks like a, such a terrible movie. Um, Bloodline, it's a really cool kind of like thriller horror. Sean William Scott, who we all know for, it's kind of like sillier roles like Dude, Where's My Car and uh, American Pie. He plays like this serial killer and it's like kind of like a, it's definitely way more serious. So it's really interesting to see him in that. Uh, the Adams family, they remade it into like, um, uh, like a, like a Despicable Me kind of animation. So that's, uh, that's that. And I don't know how to go back and search for peanut butter, well, peanut butter Falcon. Oh, it's with Shia LaBeouf. And of course the thing I just pressed didn't tell me the other actor. Anyway, the other actor is a, um, it's a guy with, um, a mental disability. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know if uh, I don't want to assume anything. But the kid's phenomenal actor. I saw a couple of interviews with him, and and just a sweetheart of a kid. Uh, that's definitely probably gonna be a movie. If you go see it, you will cry. I know I probably most likely will. So that's enough for movies. TV shows. TV shows. Captain America. Bucky. Show. To focus on how the world doesn't accept Sam as the new Captain America, which is kind of what's actually happening right now. There are so many memes that are still going around about no one wanting him to be Captain America. But most of those are jokes because most of the comic people are like, it doesn't really matter who gets the shield. I just want more of the shit. But I think that's a really good idea. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this? I think it's interesting um the fact that they don't want him to be captain america i don't i know people are going to turn into a whole race thing i just think um it's definitely going to be one of those kind of like political things of like having superheroes and the ramifications and stuff like that and kind of idolizing how you know captain america back in the 70s or whatever he first became um the the superhero in the mcu um how he was like glorified as this kind of like American superhero and like really kind of like advertised. So now, um, especially what happened after like the whole blimp and Thanos and everything, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely going to be like the government cracking down, like especially after the um, Markovia, whatever that deal was that, that caused the whole Civil War movie. I'm, so. I do think that the, uh, the series will be a little bit racy and... I believe I, I bet that it's gonna be a thing where Bucky's like the only person who's really on his side, and then racy as it says of like them not races. wanting a black person to be a cat. I don't think it's gonna be a whole black thing. N- not like openly. I think it's just gonna be like I think there's gonna definitely cap be was comments about it. Like, well, one of the reasons why I say so is also remember Cap was made a long ass time ago. Yeah, but I don't. I, at the end of the day, though, I think it's just. I, I think it's gonna definitely going to go the route of from because of the superheroes being 
more popular mm. in their universe, it's causing more villains. So I think it's going to be the whole government trying to shut, like, the whole vigilante clause in Arrow. I think it's going to be kind of more that route. I think there's definitely going to be they comments about fit. him being black, but I don't yeah, think it's going to be... To that extent, that's about it. Yeah, I don't I, think I, it's going to be like... I think it's just going to be like racist comment kind of a thing. I don't think at any point it's going to be like, well, we don't want him being Captain America because, because he's yeah, black. No, 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 not necessarily yeah, that. Okay. Just like hints and stuff at it. But I think most of it is going to be centered around them like, yeah... Uh, he's no Cap because he wasn't a super soldier like Captain America was with the super soldier serum and stuff and them just not happy with him being Cap. Like, oh, we didn't see Captain America hand you down the shield. You're not one of us, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I want to see how it goes though because it might turn into Winter Soldier Part 2. I mean, that would be real dope. I did love Winter Soldier. That was the best Captain America movie, honestly. Uh, what else is in the TV? Netflix officially ending 13 Reasons Why. Thank God there was no reason for it to go on for season two. But the reason they're ending it is because everyone is butthurt. And that's what pisses me off. They're just like, yeah, so um, because of the broom getting shoved in the butt, guy's butt and the bullies dying and people dying, blah, blah, blah. Like they added out Hannah Baker killing herself, I think it was, or something like that. Somewhat, they added out something in the movie that shouldn't have been edited out. There's enough warning before the show starts. Like, people are fucking stupid. Um, on Fandom Wire, they say Black Lightning will appear in Crisis. And then after I seen that, like... So many... Oh, wow, jeez, I got done close to the mic. Uh, so many... Um, uh, crisis, what is it called? Infinite, uh, crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah. Oh wait, I have her here. Crisis on yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, so many like rumors and whatnot. Like, uh, although it is confirmed, Mark Hamill. No, that's the rumor. It's confirmed that uh, Kevin Conway uh, is gonna be old Bruce Wayne in it. We don't know how that's gonna happen, but I'm just happy he's actually. This is the first time that where he's gonna play Batman in you know, something live action instead of just voicing. Although, how much of a blue ball tease would it be if it's just, like, a message recording and it's just his voice, like... I'd be pretty pissed off. Um, but it is rumored that Mark Hamill might be playing the Joker in it. And recently, I saw a rumor saying that characters from Titans uh, are rumored to appear in Crisis on Infinite... Oh, excuse me. Uh, Infinite Earths. That'd be which interesting. Which is plausible because they're two DC projects mm-hmm. but i just don't know how that would work my bets that it might be something like in the background kind of like on the tv kind of a thing or like yeah. posters i don't think like I characters mean, might actually be in it if they are that's fucking fantastic because then we have kind of a cross-platform they situation. might be only because it's a merging of worlds so yeah. i won't be too surprised if that ends up being the case yeah but otherwise i don't i don't have any other Infinite on Crisis Earth, uh, rumors. Okay. Type of quieter, bitch. Yo, you know what? This keyboard is actually mad flipping loud, bro. Like, I typed earlier in the show, and I was just like, yo, what the fuck? What type of keys are these? But anyway, um, we can now move on to our comic conversation. Dun, 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 dun. 
I know, I, as I said, I had a different section, but he crossed out that section. So we're just going to skip to comics. Detective Comics 1008. I don't know why I keep saying 1008, but I like it better than trying to say 1000. Yeah, I'd rather say 1008 too. <laughs> All right. So in Detective Comics 1008, when you get to thinking things don't get any better for Batman because his comics are already going great, you get him waking up to an invitation by the Joker at to come to the old amusement park. Actually, Joker didn't send him an invite. The internet was talking about how they got invited. And well, Joker has this carnival held hostage. And so Batman does his Batman thing and he's like, yo, I'm gonna go to the carnival. And Joker's like, hey Bats, finally you showed up. Don't punch me, we're gonna have some fun. And all that fun was just a ploy to uh, have Joker type fun and then possibly hit Batman but uh it was actually a really simple issue like there's really not much in here they just literally Batman just followed it's, him it's, around it's on a, a couple filler. rides it's a filler one it's very much a filler um but it was a fun little filler it was Batman followed him on a couple rides and then like close to the end um Batman and Joker go to the fort this fortune teller box and that's when Batman breaks it and finds a bomb that was inside of it disarms it along with the joker's necklace which had a toxin to spray to everyone if need be um and after using real bats to stop the joker's balloonish escape because he hopped on a balloon and like flew over the river uh he fell in the river and then gordon comes up and he's like huh you want us to go find him and bats like nah hits the gotham river where else could he be like he's long gone by now if anything and then at the end of the page it's not joker who gets an offer it's mr freeze yeah right like completely out of the blue left field and he said he would give him his wife and lex luther would give him the world um i gave that a three out of five it was only because it wasn't the way i thought joker was coming back it was really short to tell us that joker still exists bigger and i thought the offer was going to be for the joker yeah which wouldn't make sense because I know Joker's been working with them in the Legion of Doom or mm-hmm. the League of Doom, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, and then he ran away, remember, because he was scared. He was like, Yo, Yeah, because y'all don't know about Batman who laughs. Like, yeah, because they were talking about him, and Joker's like, I'm out. Uh, it was it was a cool, like, for a one off kind of just have nothing to do with anything piece, it was really good. Um, uh, it was funny how Batman knew, like, if he didn't comply with the Joker, then, like, people would die or whatever. Yeah. So he's like, fine, I'll fucking, like... It was just funny seeing, like, the panels of him, like, riding in the Ferris wheel. And then, like, they're playing bumper cards. Bump, bumper cards. Cards? Cars? Bumper cart. I guess it's cards. Or cards. Anyway, those bumper rides. <laughs> um, and uh, he's, like, smashing into the Joker. And Joker's like, hey, you're, you're playing too rough. Like, um... It, it was, was kind all of, a joke. Yeah, it was kind of funny that, like, Batman was actually kind of participating at one point. Uh, I like to think he's just, like, getting his frustration out. Um, but, yeah, for, like, a just a little one-off, have nothing to do with anything with the main series, like, it was good. Uh, like, a, like a little funny, like, 7 out of 10 comic. Uh, yeah, 7 out of 10 for me. 
Great. Um, you and your out of tens. I will start grading my out of tens next podcast. Tens are more detailed. Like three out of five. Three out of five you translate because that could that be a six out of ten, an eight out of ten. <laughs> what could it be? You don't know. Out of ten is more detailed. Fine, you fucking jerk off. Um. All right, now I keep getting that mixed up with something else. Anyway, Batman: Curse of the White Knight. We will review that next podcast. So we're going to do the Flash number 75. Um, this finale comes pretty quick. Very fast. I, I didn't like how it's six parts and then they, they wrapped it up so fast. Yeah, they wrapped it up really fast. Uh, it kind of ends how you expect. The Flash sees his city and Iris fighting, so he runs away but turns around and coming in hot and takes down the turtle with a nice big old punch making it past his slow barrier but the interesting part is that he used his powers to move people into the future just a little bit to the point where turtle loses his power after going back to the uh yeah that's a little weird if you read it it makes more sense like it's a little hard to explain that but he kind of moved into the future with everyone except turtle which made turtle lose his powers that he just took from everyone because they were no longer there to for him to drain from but yeah then Flash locked him up, couldn't use his powers, and ba-boom, ba-dum, boom. But, after that, he goes back to his lab, and he's thinking things over, and he meets Iris and her nephews. And then we journey back to the present day. Boom. Steadfast is telling Barry why he showed him the past, because someone took it from them, and he will be needed to save the multiverse. So, Which I completely forgot about that guy. Like I come, I forgot that before this whole year one thing. Someone like sent like, in there. The the whole thing was um, now that I'm remembering it, it's like Barry was like he turned around and it was kind of like a who's this and then like it just cut right there and then it just went to year one. So like yeah, I completely forgot about it. Um, and he asked him to add some uh upgrades to. He says that oh I'm sorry I'm skipping ahead of myself. Uh, Barry needs to know about the forces and how to get his speed back. So I believe. Throughout this year of the villain journey, Barry's gonna also learn to get his speed back because Barry used to be one of the strong, one of the fastest flashes, but technically he's not anymore. The fastest is the criminal Wally West. The criminal? Yeah. Oh, because yeah, okay. Technically, yeah, now it's <laughs> criminal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that. And then picking up with uh Captain Cold. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, when Captain Cold like came back, I was like where has he been like i thought he was dead i forgot that like he's in like in it was in the prison and shit yeah like because that's why the whole commander cold so i was like oh this guy definitely yeah, died like we were so used to the other the commander on the good <coughs> commander cold the good one um at the end of the issue he meets up with the flash and flash is like yeah i want to upgrade the the gallery so i could figure something out yeah because he's like when is it when is it going to be done he's like oh, i never yeah um so, after that, we meet Captain Cold, who is apparently on the Suicide Squad currently, and most of the squad's been taken about taken out by the various, villa, whoever they were fighting, and him and Snakebite seem to be the only ones alive until Snakebite runs off with the goods and gets his head blown off because, well, you know, Waller puts bombs in everyone's neck. Soon after, we start getting broken, um, soon after Snark is getting broken out of jail and getting his offer with the request of first getting his rogues back together. Because Snart is a man of family, so that means if he's going to get out, his rogues are coming with him. They weren't 
on the Suicide Squad, they were just locked up in different places. But I kind of like Snart. He's one. He's that one villain who is true to his word. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's he's like a like uh, whenever say like um, honor among thieves kind of a thing where yeah. criminals have rules. Like he's one that stays true to that. Facts. Like he's like yo, if you're my family in here, if I call you family, you are family till the end. It's kind of like the the why I like like British gangster films, like because there's always like gangsters have their own set of rules and it's just mm-hmm. like they always follow it like no matter what um but this comic's kind of broken into two things because like you have the ending of i mean when it comes to like rating kind of a thing because it's like i can rate the beginning portion of the comic when it comes to uh the whole turtle the turtle uh, finale and that one seemed kind of weak like for such an uh a six-part series for it to be wrapped up in the first quarter of the comic and like it, it was just it was such a fast fight so that one's like a t- six out of ten for me and then the very the the middle part and the end i'll say it says one with which is captain cold and um what's that guy's name Stead what um um steadfast 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 yeah, yeah steadfast, it's something name. like that yeah sorry um, guys that i liked because it, it just kind of um obviously uh captain cole that has to do with like the offer so that was really interesting and then um the part with steadfast like it just at first you think like he's gonna be a kind of like a villain or it's gonna be like super mysterious and it still technically is really mysterious but you can see, like, they're going to go on an adventure kind of a thing. So yeah. it's kind of, it's more leaning kind of like how, like, Detective Comics kind of goes. Like, Batman kind of teams up with someone and mm-hmm. they're going to go, like, solve, like, a case. Uh, just so, so you guys know, this Steadfast dude, he has one of the forces. I can't remember which one it this, was. He's he, Force? Uh, Yeah, he, he's the new holder of the Still Force. Yeah, so currently we are assuming he is a good guy. And I gave that Flash issue a 4 out of 5. How would you rate it out of your 10s? I just said. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure you did. I was probably too busy on my phone, like a millennial. By the way, if you guys hear crying, it's my dog in the background. Yeah, we're totally not kidnapping anyone. Um, Batman Who Laughs number 7. In this issue, we have our final showdown between the Bats in the series. Uh, we also have Jim Gordon fighting for his son because during the episode, uh, we had the Grim Knight, uh, episode comic. We had the Grim Knight talking shit to Jim Gordon, telling his son how much he hates him and thinks that he's still a murderer. So throughout this, these two are fighting, but his son ends up catching grips and starts stabbing the Grim Knight in the back. And he's just like, yeah, this is how it really feels. I'm a sicko. So what? But I'm trying. And then uh, incapacitates the Grim Knight. I don't believe the Grim Knight is dead, though. No, like, they didn't really show us anything after that, but he's not dead. I'm pretty sure of that. On the Batman side, we have Batman fighting with Who Laughs. And that fight was just drawn really, really cool. It just looks sick and crazy. And, of course, Batman won in the end uh, after uh, getting, like, shot at and stabbed. But still... Alfred came out with a shotgun and was just shooting him in the chest. And it was like, yeah, Batman who laughs, take this, this, this. But in the end, they ended up winning. But Batman who laughs is locked in the Hall of Justice basement. And 
Gordon and his son are making up and he tells him he doesn't have to go back to prison. He can continue his program, which let him live a normal-ish life. But in the end, we see Jim took in some of the chemicals that the Grim Knight was trying to make him drink. So now he's a little mad himself. And uh, we'll see how infected he is soon, soon. I'm really interested to see what that's going to lead to. Which yeah. is, uh, I think the sequel to this is uh, Batman and Superman. Superman comes out. It's August 20-something. Uh, in two weeks, I believe. Yeah, it's not part of next week's list. Um, it's whatever Wednesday's in the 20s. I, I don't know. So out of Deceased, Batman White Knight, and Batman Who Laughs, I, I, I think it's third. It, I don't know. It was really good. I liked it. But like White Knight was just such like an original... That's a problem too. Like, Batman Who Laughs is part of like such a bigger picture, where White Knight was like its own spinoff, kind of like its own world. So it was able to work in its own way, and like it was obviously amazingly written and deceased, which I'll get into later, is phenomenal itself. If we're gonna do, if we're rating miniseries, I'm putting White Knight ahead of deceased. Of yeah, currently ahead of anything. Nah, fuck that. Deceased is best. Anyway. Deceased uh, was real, real Batman good. Last bitch. Issue, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was a pretty interesting way to end it. Um, you know, it was kind of like touch and go for Batman, especially when he was infected. Um, and the way he did it was like kind of like to the very last moment. And the fact that like the plot twist was like Joker actually ended up saving him. Yeah. Even though you thought he was the one that, like, was the reason for it. But Alfred also ended up telling us at the end that he ran a extra check on Batman and it wasn't Joker. The, the Joker probably just played his last trick, which was getting the credit for something that only yeah. Batman could do. Yeah, that's do. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end, it's still Joker. But... Yeah. Um, and I like how it was kind of, like, left open-ended... But also I don't because the whole problem is like the whole timeline stuff. That's the only thing like it's the reason I deal with it is because great stories come out of it. Yeah. But when you try and piece things together, it's like, where the fuck does this fit? Yeah. One day when we have time, we'll sit down and try and see if we can figure out those answers for y'all. But man, trying to figure out where they fit on your own is actually kind of hard. That's why I'm hoping, uh, I think it was Grant Morrison made the random map and timeline in uh, Comic-Con San Diego. I want them to make a real map so we yeah, can understand really, this. Yeah, they really should. But um, it was really good. Uh, good 7.5 out of 10 for me. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I gave it a 4 out of 5. Oh, this damn dog. Sorry, we got two more comics. I think we can do it. Um, Don't even be in the description. <laughs> Batman 76 uh simply put it's another filler-ish uh comic we just have Gotham Girl punching the fuck out of Captain Adam which was wild honestly so yeah she punches the fuck out of Captain Adam and yeah before um like he could even say a word so Gotham Girl is ridiculously strong but we also have to remember that she dies when she uses her power too much um and then throughout this we have Kite Man getting chased by Batman we have uh well, oh, evil Batman. Evil Batman. Thomas Wayne Batman. Which is kind of cool. He's still running around. He just shot a bunch of people in the arm and shit when he went to go capture Tweedled Brothers and uh, Scarecrow and Kite Man. And Kite Man's sitting at a window and he's like, yo, what if I'm supposed to be the hero and I'm supposed to go save Batman? Yo, I love Kite Man. 
because this man just it, he can never win just never and the moment it was like a positive outlook for him he just fucking what if i'm supposed to be the hero and a fucking batarang comes through the window and stabs him right in the chest like fuck yes yeah, <laughs> that that was freaking hilarious but all of this is just to show you how crazy the city's going the superheroes really cannot intervene because lex luther made it happen and everyone's scared of bane so like it, it's crazy bane has a fucking grip yeah, on Gotham City. Yeah, hold on it. So I can't wait to see, like, when Batman comes and he sees what's happened to his city, I want him to really come with an army that cannot be beat. I want him to grab the entire Bat family, just wreck us out, just tell him, sorry, fight guys. between Bane and Batman better be, like, orgasmic. Yo, if Tom King does not deliver, I'm not taking back anything but negative that I said. I mean, I didn't say too much negative things, but... I'm going to say some real negative things about you, Tom King, if you do not give deliver a fantastic fight between the two. Like, seriously. The things that we are anticipating from this build-up, the way Alfred made it seem, like, Alfred even knows how crazy Batman is. So if we can't see how crazy Batman gets, this might be so good, it might deserve an animation. Because the thing is, like, there's a bar, and that bar is I Am Bane, that, that series. Yeah. So, or that storyline, rather. Out of um, everything that Tom King's been writing so far all the way till this issue, I am Bane slash Suicide. Was he part of... Um, he's done everything from 1 to 76. To oh, okay. Now. So the whole thing. Okay, yeah. cool. He's going Where, on until 85. All right. So then, yeah, he knows his bar. He better fucking hit it. Yeah, he better. Um, so I give that one a 4 out of 5. It was just great. I'm just upset because Batman is still in a coma. Selena was like stealing stuff to get money for them and keep him hidden until he wakes up. So it's a six five for me just because out of ten yeah for him. Um it's kinda confusing because Bane has like we don't clearly know what's going on. And like we we don't know what's going on with Bane. We don't really we clearly don't know what's going on with the city. We clearly don't know what's going on with Batman. So I hate how it just kind of jumped some information. Um and then hopefully there will be one issue where Everything will fully be explained. Um, but this issue, it just like, it was hard for me because my anticipation that I know what I Am Suicide and I Am Bane was and how great that was mm-hmm. uh, for, for this, because like the fucking city of Bane, like, you know, like, yes, he's a kingpin and, and whatever he's taken over, but you don't know exactly how, you don't know exactly what he's done. You don't know like the, the real limitations of everything. So it's kind of pulling me out of... I just I have such a high expectations and it's not meeting it yet. So yeah. it's just like it's hard for me to like love this issue. It's not terrible, but where it should it be at right now, yeah, where <clears throat> where it is right now, it's it's kind of on the softer end. Yep. Um, and then we have deceased number four. I'm fucking like deceased. This is this is a fantastic issue, honestly. Um, Easy nine out nine point five out of ten before we even get into anything. I gave it a five out of five on my rating, but let me run through the short description I've written. Um, this is a fantastic issue. is filled with a call to all heroes and anyone uh, with the means to fight their way to the roof of the Daily Bugle. <laughs> yeah, I just think of the Black Weatherman. <laughs> It's like, quick description. They dead. <laughs> oh, for Family Guy? Ollie in the weather. It's raining. <laughs> yeah, like, give a description. They dying. 
oh, they dying. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we have uh, the story starting with Captain Adam being turned into a monster as well at the hands of Ray Palmer, who they thought was lost after trying to figure out how to fix the issue, but instead got infected and jumped in Captain Adam's body and infected the one hero who could go toe-to-toe with Superman. And then on top of that, after that call to heroes, um, and a couple of heroes gathered on the roof of the Daily Bugle, well, we got uh, Giganta, and a, that's a really big zombie. She came up and was about to attack everybody, but Superman punched her to the ground. And then right when he was going to try and, uh, right when Diana was going to try and kill her, Superman's like, nah, yo, we can find a way. Bruce said it was an infection. And then here comes Cyborg. Nah, all of a sudden there's the big bang and they, like the next panel is just a giant ass gaping hole in Giganta's head and Cyborg's on the other side like, nah, they're dead. Yeah, that ass. Like, his his rocking hand's still up and smoking. Like, yeah, nah, we can't help him, bro. Like, that shit was actually pretty fucking funny. Um, this this series is great. Uh, I, I want to see who else is going to get infected, Who like, how this is going to go. We have, what, six, it's six issues? I, I believe it's six. We only and it's a left. monthly... Um, Four, four, yeah, we only have two left, so I, I wonder how this is going to end in two issues. That seems really quick. It's going good, so I'm pretty sure they're going to end it properly. It like, just feels like it's going I quick. Can, like, this can easily be, like, a ten-part issue. Oh, it issue. can. Like, I kind of wish they also did it's, this. It's like, I don't even know if I want them to have a cure. I just want everyone to die, like, get infected. Yo, so here's my idea for a horror movie. Everyone dies. Like, everyone really dies. Like, that's it. Okay. Just, just, just dies. That's what I want. I want to make a movie. No sequels? No, I just want to make a movie where everyone dies. Like, I was, again... That's called Everyone Dies. Yeah, exactly. I just fucking call it that. Like, I was watching um, Scary Stories, right? All right? And I'm just thinking that... It it was a good movie regardless. But I'm watching it, and I'm just like, yo. At the last two people who's alive, I'm like, yo, just just die. Just kill everybody. Just, just, Just kill them all. And everyone lives, and I'm just like, fuck. I mean, this is a good way to do a sequel, but it would just be great if everyone dies and everyone could just do a new book in the next series. I just want to make a movie where everyone dies. It'd be mad funny if you name a movie called Everyone Dies and, like, everyone actually dies. So you're like, everyone's like, oh, obviously we won't have a sequel for this. And, like, two years later, you come out with the sequel and she's like, how the fuck? Everyone lived. Um, and then the very last thing that we can go over super quickly because it was just a filler, but a really great filler, if you ask me, is Justice League. I totally forgot the number of it. 29. 29. Um, everyone's in the grips of Jaro because apparently Jaro had everyone under his little mind-controlling spell because he was scared that Perpetua was going to destroy everyone, all of the good guys and whatnot. So he apparently attached his fate himself to their faces a long time ago. And, uh, of course, the only person who noticed was Batman. And in this little thing that was happening... Jaro, uh, <laughs> Jaro was being Jaro Robin, and he just like infiltrated the League of Doom and like destroyed them with his little bat gun. I mean, they didn't die, but he knocked them back. And then Jaro is the best Justice League member ever. Yeah, you know, uh, Jaro's definitely my fucking favorite. This gets a five out of five just because of Jaro. Yo, honestly, like if <laughs> that ass, like it's just Jaro made the entire. 
I actually for a filler comic, it was really good. Oh, it was. It and was, then it was really good. I saw some emotion of Batman that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've seen him give emotions, but the way he but gave like to jo- his sons, like not to Jaro. Yeah, like who used to be a really, really bad villain. Yeah. Like Jaro was bad. Starro was bad. Yeah, um, but I think Batman's also smart enough where he knows like Jaro means well and uh, he looks oh, up yeah, to him. So sure. it's like even if Batman didn't even mean it, he's doing it tactically. Mm-hmm. So. But I, th- I do think Batman means it because. I mean, oh, he they does. seem to yeah, have a really he, good he, relationship. He does care about everyone. Even though I picked up in the middle, I've noticed a relationship. Uh, and Batman likes Jaro in I think the comic. He, I think he makes a couple jokes in No Justice, which I know he didn't read, but uh, it mostly in the new Justice League's what we're reading right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Jaro is definitely uh, like from the straight from the beginning. It's like, hey, Dad. And he's like, I'm not your dad. <laughs> That's my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, um, nah, Batman is just dope with yeah. Jaro. Um, I was going to say something, I was going to say something, crap, I can't remember what I was going to say, but it was, oh, and the end of that is important, though, because when Jaro attached itself to every single League member, they have a piece of Jaro in the Legion of Doom, and that piece of Jaro got in Starro. Yeah, it's actually Starro, and it connects to all of Starro's old pieces, including Jaro, so they know the entire mind of the Justice League. So that means they'll know the plans, Justice League's plans. Yep. identities. And everything. It's funny that they didn't touch on the fucking identities. Because, I mean, if you know their plans, you have to know their identities. Yeah, but they really don't care about the identities. Not anymore, but it's just funny. Like, yeah. They've always yeah, wanted their identities, really but now they if don't. Someone goes, if someone mentions that, be like, oh, well, no, all their plans. And someone's just like, it would be really funny if, like, they, they, they grab all the villains. Mm-hmm. And then, like, let's say, like, Ki- oh, I wish it's fucking Kite Man. Kite Man, like, just in the back of the group's like... We can also find out who they are. And so everyone just likes me like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't you want to unmask Batman? No, we, we have the powers for world domination. Yeah, right. Fuck Batman. Um, that is it. Do you have any recommendations? Because I sure don't for once in my life. Mm, nope. Actually, I do. Oh, wait, yeah, I do too. <laughs> Read Absolute Carnage by Donnie, uh, Donnie Cates. I may have butchered that name. It's either Danny or Donnie, but I'm pretty sure it's Donnie Cates. It's a Marvel comic. Fucking fantastic. Carnage is a flipping beast. Pick it up at your local comic store before it's sold out. That is the only recommendation that I ask of you to get. Rob? Uh, mine's Movies, which is, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Snatch and Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. They're both on Netflix. They're both directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh, Jason Statham is in both of them. Um, fantastic movies, like kind of classic um, British gangster movies that are funny. Um, yeah, just go check them out. Word. So at least we're still giving you a recommendation. And that is it. Y'all got us for an hour and 29 minutes and 47, 8, 9, 10. I hate you so much. <laughs> Have a great night, y'all. And uh, we'll be back whenever the fuck we get back. Well, it's not nighttime for them. It's nighttime for us. All right. It's nighttime for us. I know we are so late with this stuff. All right. Goodbye. Bye.